Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Sebastian Maniscalco. Good to be on the score. I mean, I've been a score guy ever since in the 90s listening to you guys. You know, now with the Bears, I don't know what the hell's going on. Afternoons on the score. You know, you've been talking again about this throwing motion. Yeah, you see him right there, right? Yeah, can you show us what it's like? Well, what happens is Favre starts it all off, right? Rodgers copies him. Aaron Rodgers came in with the ball up high from Cal, and he's this way. He watches Favre every day, and you're like, I got to be better. And you see the guy spins the ball incredibly well. Well, you watch Jordan Love throw. He's got a lot of this Favre, and he go back, and you jump almost when you throw. And that's Rodgers and these guys. And I feel like that is a great thing for a young quarterback to see these guys, emulate them, and then make it your own. And he's doing it. Yeah, I'm sure it is great, Tony. <laughs> you don't need to take so much joy in it, okay? my God. Oh, God. I just have so many cheeseheads in my mentions for weeks being like, oh, I thought you said he mm. sucks, Parkins. I said, I had no idea if he sucked. I was just trying to speak it into existence because you don't deserve to go from first ballot Hall of Famer to first ballot Hall of Famer to even good, oh, which yeah. is obviously what they have in Jordan Love. Yeah, they've, disgusting. they've figured some stuff out. I, what is it? They've now lost uh, 10 in a row, 15 out of 16 to Green Bay. Yeah. 25 <laughs> out of the last 28. And then my new favorite. 46 out of the last 60. They're 14 and 46 in their last 60 in the regular season are the Bears against the Green Bay Packers. I mean, that's a really cool stat. Thanks for sharing that with me. You got it, Justin. Congrats on the marriage, by the way, Justin Steele. Uh, you know how I knew about it? Adbert Alzali Stop. tweeted about it. Stop. We'll talk Cubs at Cubs convention on Friday. Who the hell cares? Thank you. It's ridiculous. You know, so we have full lines right now, <laughs> including uh, – but this is this is fun. What? From the Dan Patrick for, for Show. For you, it's fun. Well, look, we're talking football. From uh, yeah. the Dan Patrick Show, from Marion Catholic, Paul Paps, Paulie with us on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. What's up, Paul? Guys, first time, long time, and I'm going to go put my head in the oven after hearing that Packers stack. Great. That was why it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, rough it's, around it's here. It's not gone well, Paul, but you know that. You know that. Well, you know, and that's the thing. Like, you know, when you see the Packers game as the last game of the season for our team, and you're like, oh, this this would be great. You know, we'll get a nice win. We'll ruin their season. They won't go to the playoffs. We didn't do anything, but we could make sure they didn't do anything either. And then nine points, it, it, it doubled down on what a season it was. Yeah, so you have – so you're a diehard Bears fan, but you, sure. you have national perspective, and you don't have to live it every single day, like in terms of like when you go to the grocery store. What do you think they should do? This is interesting because it really is a national story. The Bears don't play nationally on the field. They play nationally because of their situation. Two years in a row, you get the number one draft pick. And I think they did a really good job with it last year. If they were not sure of a Bryce Young, and I think it was too early last year to bail on fields, mostly because of his contract. They did great. They got an offensive lineman. They got a great wide receiver. And they ended up with the number one pick this year. You're probably not going to get that again. So here's what preface this by saying, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I think there's levels of wrongness with this decision. If that's a phrase in any way, imagine you keep Justin Fields and next year you are a little better and he's a little better. And now you've had to pick up his fifth year option, which is like $24 million. And then you have to decide, 
Are we going to sign this guy for five years and $250 million? Because that is the going rate for second-year contracts of a franchise quarterback. And if the answer is no, then you've passed on Drake May and Caleb Williams when you had them. And you may not have that chance at the top of the draft again. That's where I am at right now. I'm 100% with you. And I, I think what's been fascinating is that Bears fans, because we've been snake bit by Cade and Rex and, yeah, Jay, but that was a trade, but then Justin and, and Mitch – there's a huge component of Bears fans, maybe even a majority, that are like, I just fear the bust, and I know Justin is good, and I don't want to go through it and start over all over again. It's also the psyche of the defense might be good, and we have a defensive head coach building a vibe. That's cool. That's familiar. I know that model. That's good. Why don't we just have a decent quarterback? All those years, you just wanted a decent one. It's clear that we have a decent one now, but you got to aim higher. I'm not scared to, to, for the, the downside at the shot at the upside. I, I, I understand. And by the way, Paul, uh, I'm holding right now in my hand last year's Marconi Award for Network Syndicated Personality of the Year for your guy, Dan Patrick. We have this in our studio because we were nominated last year and did not win. And then Danny's good friend, Nick Wright, I believe stole this from Dan. How does the story go? Exactly. What I remember is is Nick Wright, without being asked to, went up and uh, took the award on behalf of Dan. Somehow it's in the WSCR uh, studios. Mitch Rosen. He's dodging my calls. I can't get a hold of the award. Uh, I think it's going to stay with you guys until Dan and I come to Chicago. We cared so much about being nominated that we flew to New York to lose. Dan cared so little about the award that he didn't drive 30 minutes to win. It was yeah. it was a real eye-opening moment for us as a show. And guys, that's what you got to that's what you aspire for, you know. Uh, you, you want to aspire someday to no show to an, somewhere where you're being honored. That's right. So all right, I mean are you Caleb or May? Uh, you know, that's a tough part because I, I gotta I gotta be somewhat uh, realistic with my knowledge of pro football. I hear guys like Dan Orlovsky say they love Drake May. Caleb Williams four months ago was the the he was the Andrew Luck. He was the Trevor Lawrence. He was a Peyton Manning, and I guess he's cooled a little bit. But you know the the big thing for me is the financials of this. You know, with you restart the quarterback clock, you you bring in Drake Drake May and Caleb Williams, and all of a sudden they're on a pretty good team. And you you draft Roma Dunze, the wide receiver out of Washington, or something like that. And then you've got a situation where your new guy is coming in fresh and he's got a chance to have a good team around him. But it, it goes back to always like to improve the quarterback position. Remember a few years ago when Alex Smith was doing well, I think he made the Pro Bowl for the Chiefs. And they said, you know what? We want to be better. We want to upgrade. And they went with Mahomes. And a lot of people questioned it at the time. I think you have to take chances because I think we've seen what we have with Justin Fields. The one last thing about Fields, and I like him personally, seems like a good guy. He tries hard. He plays hard. But guys who run and guys who tax their body a lot with running, rarely have good second halves of their career. And I'm not comparing him directly to Cam Newton, but remember when Cam Newton fell off the cliff at age 27, 28 with injuries? It wasn't his playing ability, it was injuries. I just worry about that kind of thing as well. Completely agree. And, you know, this is a unique opportunity for us. I've said that the Bears are the most interesting team of the offseason. Maybe you could argue that Belichick and what happens with him is the bigger story nationally, but how is it a daily talker? How big of a story do you think the Bears are going to be nationally between now and April? Quite a bit because, you know, this is the number one pick of the draft and that is how everything falls down from there. If you're like, if you play, if you're a fan of the Washington team, you're a fan of the Patriots, if you're a fan of the New York Giants, who I think the Bears should talk to about a trade if they trade, everything depends on what the Bears do like it did last year. And CJ Stroud was a byproduct of what the Bears did. So they really control the entire month of April. And I think they're going to take a long time. I think this is going to be 
last year the trade went pretty fast. I'd be surprised it went this fast. Hey, Paulie, thanks for uh, calling in, man. This was fun. Anytime. Line's open. Okay, you can buy me some T-quads next time. Take care. Ah. <laughs> Anytime, man. Let us know next time you're in Chicago. Right. Okay. Is it this... sounds like Paul Pabst. Everybody in agreement there? It sounds like, yeah, McLovin. I don't see any other possible interpretation. It's Paul Pabst. That's who that was. That's exactly who that was. Paul Pabst. Mm. Dan Patrick show. Yeah. And we have his Marconi. I have secrets about uh, Dan Patrick on the streets of Salt Lake City that I got from Dan McNeil and Terry Boyd. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm going to choose not to share those. Good. All right. Good. I think that's the right thing to do, don't you? Which caller is capable of following uh, Paul on the East Coast? That's a that's a tough one to follow. Uh, let's go to the Eastern Time Zone again. Adam in Atlanta. Adam, what's up? You're on the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Hello, hello. Um, well, that's a tough act to follow. I assume he's like what a uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon type person. Like, is that the same family or whatever? Or is it just a coincidence or whatever? We I don't know. we don't anyway, know, that's... but you're struggling right now. So just <laughs> get to your. I know. I know. He's I know. Dan Patrick's executive producer. That's what I know. He's Dan Patrick's executive producer. Yes, there is no. Way. All right, but anyway, <laughs> I I find the whole conversation about just the quarterback and everything a little bit annoying just because the whole C.J. Stroud thing, especially all last year, it was a race to get Bryce Young. It was a race to get Bryce Young. And then lo and behold, Bryce Young goes and crashes and burns so far with Carolina. And of course, we don't know if that's going to stay that way or not. My biggest problem with whatever they end up doing is if you have Eberflus and if you don't move on, you're going to do exactly what you did to Justin and exactly what you did to Mitch before. And on top of that, you don't have an infrastructure the way that the Packers have. The fact that they can get all of those guys to seemingly come from out of nowhere, all these receivers around a quarterback who sat three years behind Rodgers, but that's not even the most important part. The fact of C.J. Stroud himself having more of an infrastructure than Justin had. He at least had Nico Collins, who I think he was like in the year in the league already for a year. And then he had Tank Dell and he had a decent enough offensive line and, and had Bobby Swillick as his offensive coordinator. Whereas if he had been drafted by the Bears, you don't have DJ Moore. Yeah, but you here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing, you Adam. You don't have. Is, yeah, that, that, that is true. If C.J. Stroud was drafted by the Bears, that he would not have had DJ Moore. That, but, that is true. But C.J. Stroud's, the, the thing that they stressed about C.J. Stroud and why he climbed up the draft board, because remember, he was thought to be maybe the third or the fourth quarterback, and then he was apparently somebody Frank Reich wanted to take at one, if we were to believe that, or he was certainly up there as a possibility. The reason he climbed is because he's really good from the pocket. That's what they knew. Last year in the national championship semis, he was great outside the pocket, and that was kind of a revelation. Like, oh, the Georgia game, yeah, yeah the Georgia game. Like, oh, he can use his legs too. Okay, because that's not it, it. Not all. Not all of them are the same, and so he is undoubtedly a better pocket passer as a rookie than Justin Fields is in year three. It, it is. It is indisputable. That it wasn't scouted is the issue, but it's not the again. You're giving too much power to context, in my opinion. Yeah, and there is something too. Just like, yes, it's more than just the quarterback. You got to have receivers. You got to have coaching. You got to have the line. But it's not all created equal. It's like people would say, "Oh, there's three phases of football: offense, defense, and special teams." Yeah, but special teams not as significant as defense and offense. Doesn't matter as much. They, they don't. They don't have as many plays. They play for the Bills last night. Though. I'm not saying. Yeah, right. Not saying you can't win or lose a game. Yeah. Not saying it doesn't matter. Not saying it should be ignored. But it is. Yeah, the Bears need to upgrade at center. But upgrading a quarterback is a bigger priority. It just is. If there wasn't an opportunity to upgrade at quarterback, mm-hmm. then the other things would be a bigger opportunity. But you are just, it's staring you in the face, an obvious way to upgrade 
at quarterback. And you're saying, well, maybe he won't. Not you, but like the, yes, the, the, yes. the naysayer. Well, maybe he won't. Of course. But it's the shot at the higher ceiling, the dare to be great greatness. Passing from the Alex Smith point is a good one. Three straight years, double-digit wins in Kansas City. They're like, eh, we can do better. Niners in a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. Eh, let's trade three first-round picks for Trey Lance. It missed, but they tried to be great at quarterback. Keep trying to be great at quarterback. It's the only way you can be relevant. You want Caleb Williams to come to the Bears, and when DJ Moore and Montez Sweat are retired or on other teams on cheap veteran contracts, Caleb Williams is still balling out with the next receiver and the next defensive end. And and you want to be happy to pick up his option and then pay him. No debate. Because you're convinced that he is 100% someone great enough to continue with. You're not there with Justin, and that is a big, big reason. More reaction coming. You feel like you're a meatball on something. We got a Bears report from Mark Grody. I think we have data on how much that Packers game actually meant to Bears fans. Still much more to do, including uh, Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel tickets to give away. Parker the Spiegel on the score. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.